Hello and welcome to episode 41 of the Growing Up Gaming Podcast. I am your host and moderator, and as always, I am joined by the Hufflepuff to my Ravenclaw, <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> you bastard. Yeah, uh, right. make if I had to give you a house, Brandon, I would definitely put you in Hufflepuff. Oh, bitch. And I would bitch slap you, you little motherfucker. <laughs> it's actually, man, it is such a hot topic. People get really passionate about their Harry Potter houses. Like, and also, like, have you done one of those tests before, Mike? Does she? I have, yes. I, and I was given a Ravenclaw seal of approval. Oh, this motherfucker over here. What do you, what what do you think it, I actually keep getting? Uh, you? Yeah. I would probably say Gryffindor. Oh, that's nice. See, that's the one I always try to, like, I always try to steer towards, but... Every test they take gives me Slytherin. Oh yeah? yeah. Okay, that was my second. That was gonna be my second thing. Yeah. Which like I'm are, like I'm not evil. I just I just don't want to be a little bitch. <laughs> and like if you answer are, the questions and you're like yeah I want to obviously I want to get strong. If I'm in the wizarding world I want to be strong as fuck. Fucking Slytherin every time. Boom baby. Yeah. Did you uh, did you pick Slytherin as your or uh, or Gryffindor as your Harry Potter house? Oh no no Ravenclaw forever. Oh nice. But hey. uh, yeah 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 no it's it put me in Slytherin and then I had to choose like it tells you you do the test and it tells you which one you should be and a really simplified test like it asks you like okay. two questions oh that's uh, not fun yeah and so and then at the end it just tells you which house do you want to go to <laughs> yeah yeah and you just pick from there yeah yeah but we'll get yeah. into that later because Abs- absolutely I'm about eight hours deep into Hogwarts Legacy I got it three days early so uh we'll touch on that in a later segment today but yes Mikey, we will so let's continue on if you are new here welcome to the squad we are growing up gaming your at this point bi-weekly podcast (laughs) bringing you all of the best in news reviews indie games and of course your occasional b-movie we have a action-packed episode for you all this week on this week's episode we're going to be going through nintendo directs or i guess nintendo's newest direct i should say mm-hmm. uh playstation collection being removed from the playstation psn catalog as well as the major players not showing up to e3 after that we're going to be jumping into our first impressions and by our i mean the one and only brandon uh of harry potter hogwarts legacy and then we are going to be talking about cult of the lamb as well as maybe just maybe brandon the first four episodes of last of us <laughs> we will see yeah, otherwise see that will be goes. held until the next episode mm-hmm. so with that brandon how are you doing what games have you been playing what is new in the world of brandon hmm. well funny you should ask mike actually f- funny enough on the intro it reminded me of something when you said the occasional b movie and i had totally forgot you know what comes out this month cocaine bear fucking right it does <laughs> <laughs> For those of you that don't know, that is a movie that is coming out in theaters, and it is as simple as it sounds. It is based on true events about a bear eating a brick of cocaine and going on a murderous rampage. So Uh, awesome. It actually has some famous people in it, like Ray Liotta. I'm uh, pretty sure R.I.P. And uh, and then, uh, what's it called? We got Ice Cube's son. I forget his name. Sorry. Oh, O'Shea O'Shea Jackson. There you go. He's in it. So you actually have some big names, and you actually it actually looks like it has a budget. Like it, nice. It's not actually. Uh, this is one of those rare B movies that gets a full like makeup Hollywood job. Looks fucking hilarious. Brendan, so, do you know who directs it? No, I did not. Elizabeth Banks. Really? 
Yeah, that sounds really. Fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The video game, like she's in all the video game awards and stuff, right? No, Elizabeth Banks is from. That's not who I'm thinking of. No, you're thinking of a different person there. Tyra uh, Banks. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Ty, I don't think. Ty- oh yes. No. Okay. Either way, yeah. Elizabeth Banks. You know, in the Hunger Games, she plays that Effie, like the one of the like the co-hosts. Oh yeah. And she's in a whole. She's in a whole bunch of things. Um, oh, she does a lot. Yeah, oh, no, I'm under I'm under IND. She plays Rita Rapunzel in the newest Power Ranger movie. Oh, that's sick. Uh, she is Paris in Magic Mike XXL. Oh. <laughs> Gale in Pitch Perfect. <clears throat> there you go. Yeah, she's so either actually way, hilarious. It, yeah, if you see her, you'll know she's Miri in Zach and Miri Make a Porno. Of course, I think yeah. that was her breakout role at least. Like that was the first time I ever seen her. Uh, that was a great she, movie, actually. Zach it and was Mary a great make a porno. Yeah, fantastic very lighthearted movie. and enjoyable. Yep. Very, very. No, she's been in a couple of things before that. She was in Spider-Man. She was in oh, Catch sure. Me If You Can. Uh, who? Uh, yeah, but I guess, okay, so that probably was her. Oh, and then 40-year-old version as well. So either way, oh, she is yeah. directing that movie, and it looks awesome. I would agree. I am definitely going to go see that this month. So when that happens, I will report back. And I'm gonna t- just going to go out on a limb here and say that my review is going to be favorable. <laughs> even if it's like the worst movie of all time. Oh, even if it's terrible, it's going to be great. Every time I see anything for it, you're the only person that I think of Ren. <laughs> oh, man. But in other news of what I've been up to, uh, so I took Mike's advice from last week, and I sunk my teeth, so to speak, into Vampire Survivor for mobile. Ooh, baby. Ooh, baby. Oh, yeah. So uh, for, for those that don't know, I think Survivor IO is the most common like advertisement game right now that's this style where it's kind of like a free move type of game and you just automatically shoot, but then you uh, you get different weapons, power-ups, and you just have to survive for as long as you can. But I will say, Survivor IO sucks cocks and dicks compared to Vampire Survivor. Nice. Va- Vampire Survivor is seriously impressive. It took me a little bit to get warmed up to it because I'm like, all right, how the hell does this work? Like, what the fuck is going on? But quickly you kind of get to realize that you can take six weapons at a time, each weapon kind of stacks uh, like stacks up nicely once you get them powered up. They have different type of delays, and you have to kind of pick which ones are directional versus automatic attacking. And, like, yeah. there's a lot of complexity. And then just when you get to a point where, like, okay, like, this is kind of, like, what what's more to this? Then I unlocked the map, and I realized it wasn't just an endless, endless yeah, thing. There's stuff to survive. Yeah, there's literally hidden items, hidden characters that you can unlock. Like, I yeah. found a panda bear that shoots yeah. cherry bombs at people it's it's hilarious although uh, i hated those cherry bombs yeah so i actually i did a complete with him though where oh, those nice. power bombs like when they get maxed out they just literally explode and knock everything around you and then i had like four evolved weapons so i literally could just stand there and nothing could come close nice uh, until like the last they really come at you in those last like minute yeah if you're gonna like go for a last... 30 minute timer oh god yeah um but yeah so that was that was a lot of fun like it mike definitely solid like great recommendation for a phone game uh, sure. yeah you were not wrong your bathroom trips will take a lot longer because if you're yeah. on a good hot streak like oh, literally you've got like 30 minutes yeah, gone 100 <laughs> like literally like like my kid's yelling at me he wants something I'm like buddy you just you gotta chill i'm on a hot streak right now like i can't stop <laughs> I got three leveled up weapons with one more in the hopper. Exactly. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. And trying to figure out the combinations, too, was actually pretty fun. 
just yeah. messing around because you don't actually know how it goes and then like which what the evolution's going to be until you unlock it once and then it shows up on the on like a quick chart so you can always kind of tell what it is i like that it had coins like that you accumulated each run so you could level up your character increase power you can also increase the enemy's power so that's harder uh you can unlock like i think i have maybe 14 characters right now nice maybe maybe 12 but like a decent amount of characters and each one has different weapons and some that you unlock have specialty weapons that you can't get otherwise like the dude that has guns that is oh yeah i love that have you guy. have you done any of the bonus or challenge levels i'm just i just pulling it up here i actually haven't jumped into any of those ones yet so i did and one then they have level. like there's like the hyper and hurry modes and stuff like that too it's pretty good especially for the fact it's free yeah like all those things you said like i've messed around with one of the settings i can't remember what it was but it wasn't the hyper one that sounded too intense yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm not yeah. ready for this <laughs> but, but uh yeah honestly uh a solid like a nine out of ten phone game nice like, i was gonna ask okay ready two questions well yeah. you kind of just answered one one what's your favorite weapon do you get to pick one and two i guess you're giving it a nine out of ten yeah fuck it i'll give it a nine out of ten <laughs> nice for phone games like why not uh honestly i think my favorite weapon is i love the guns for the sake of once you get that max evolution and you unlock the ultra form of it and you just get the beams of light that shoot out around you in a spiral of death i didn't need any other weapon <laughs> like literally nothing could come near me i just stood there and then luckily i had the uh the evolved rune one where it's that like where blank destroys everything on screen oh yeah it just clears the screen yeah but i had the evolved version of that so that it destroys everything on the screen but then charges up turns everything to like ultra coins and sucks it all in so you don't have to yeah. move so i was literally just standing there getting fed and i put auto <laughs> gold and i was just like this is this is just amazing you I took a, it. yeah so it was a lot of fun uh, uh also dabbled in the mighty doom which they fucked up by not calling it little doom or mini doom yeah which is the doom phone game as well very much so like arch hero but with doom yep it's cool you do glory kills and stuff and you can it's shoot okay. while running so it's 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 not bad it's which a, one did you did you like that one more or less than the tomb raider one more than the tomb raider uh yeah. mainly because it has the doom music too <laughs> yeah okay that's fair yes yeah, so you get a little bit of gent in there while you're on a phone game i'm like this is awesome uh and yeah for phone games that was pretty much it for me uh for game games uh i finished callisto protocol Nice. Uh, I talked at length about it on our last episode. So if you want to hear more in depth, you can go hit that up. Uh, after beating it, I still stand by it. That is a solid game. I'm excited for Protocol 2, uh, which is definitely, as long as it does decent enough to merit the budget to do it, there's a lot yeah. there that they can unpack and make it a second game. And uh, I'm going to give it a generous 8.5, I think. Wow. As a whole because nice I, I really enjoyed it i also went in with zero expectations and it's the type of game i really wanted to play at the time but i think there's enough there the voice acting's good the story is like generic ish but like good <laughs> like it, it's just all in all it, it's it's got a lot there to enjoy uh so nice. don't believe the lack of hype and i'd say once it goes on sale like pick it up on sale and you will not be disappointed uh and then apart from that after that i went into cult of lamb as mike recommended to, as like a future checkout it didn't go on sale i just it really ah, sounded appealing. i know 
I've just been waiting. I've been waiting patiently. <laughs> well, it, went, it didn't go on sale, but it, you sold it so well. And then I watched a couple of reviews, and I'm like, this looks amazing. Uh, for those of you that don't remember, Cult of Lamb was a charming tale about woodland critters being ruled by a lamb who has been reincarnated by the devil that to start <laughs> a satanic cult to overthrow its evil overlords that have taken over the earth and cast the one that, sh- that waits into hell. And Neat. you, as the lamb of his choosing, is there to resurrect him, if you will, and release him from his prison by destroying the four gods that imprison him. Meanwhile, you get to have a charming, fun, uh, like, village simulator where you have to pick what your cult style of ruling by an iron fist and murdering shamelessly and ritualistic, like, hedonism. Or you could do a nice, charming, like, more Catholic side of things where it's all about, like, everything's better on the other side, but stay here and give me your stuff until you get there. And then everybody's happy when you die, like, because you're going to a better place. And it's very funny to see how you can do that. You also get to design your own village, which is a really easy-to-use UI. You can design everything from heavy amounts of decorations and, like, floor designs. You get followers that you send to the fields, basically, to toil and do everything for you, so you don't have to. It's a very engaging sim that I actually spent more time inside of the village and I nice. kind of forgot about the roguelite parts of it a lot because I was just having a lot of fun building my village and like collecting my supplies and building all the buildings and stuff. And it's just it's just hilarious watching like woodland cr- critters build a satanic altar to summon demons. Like it's really <laughs> funny. Uh, it's got a great sense of humor. And with with the, I guess we're we're kind of it's a this is a mini pivot here going into I guess let's just call it the review. Yeah. Um. So what <laughs> what is the roguelike? elements of it is it is it like dungeon crawling uh so i don't it is kind of like a little like it's not dungeon crawling necessarily essentially you are well, i guess really it is because at the end of the day you're just crawling through a dungeon in different paths <laughs> basically uh i'm trying to remember what else it's like where i played other ones like this and i'm just drawing a complete blank but basically if you're going into zone one for example right off the bat to go kill the first god you have to go through uh, four times and beat three mini bosses at the end of each run and then on the fourth one you unlock the final boss each one of those runs gets gradually longer and basically you go into you walk in and you go to like your first area where you're given a weapon and a spell and then the map is blanked out and you can choose multiple rooms to go into and each one of those rooms may have enemies maybe a dead end might be a special vendor mm. might be might be anything like there's a lot of different variety in there yeah uh and then once you're out of the first area basically you go to the map and you can pick one of like three different pathways and on those pathways it'll show you like if you go this way you'll get a new follower this way you'll go to a shop you can buy stuff and if you go to this way you can get like uh like an extra special thing or a mystery event or there's like eight or eight to ten different symbols that you can get cool. basically yeah. so really you can kind of choose your own adventure. You Sometimes you can slide through pretty nicely and uh, like pick the easy way. Depends on what you're going for. If you're going for resources or you're going for a straight run for the boss to try and take them down, like it's it's definitely fun. Uh, the weapon variety is pretty, pretty good. There's really only four different weapons, but there's like seven or eight different versions of those weapons. So you'll have some weapons oh, nice. that like summon ghosts 
to fight for you when you hit them. There'll be weapons that suck the health out of, of people when you hit them, which is like super OP. Uh, <laughs> then you get like, there's like 20 different spells and they're all like, they're not that different, but some of them are pretty cool. Like I found the invincibility spell where basically, I don't know, you've, you're invincible for two seconds, but yeah. then uh, your magic, there's a skill you can unlock eventually that are randomized with each uh, each playthrough. So basically there's a tarot card guy hidden in every run, and then you can pick a tarot card, which is a special ability. Like one of those special abilities would be uh, to get unlimited magic, basically. Like every time you go into a new room, you get all of your magic refilled, and it's pretty filthy. Cool. And you couple those together. But yeah, so like there's definitely builds you can aim for, but it's definitely a roguelike in that it's randomly generated, different every time you can't guarantee what weapons you're gonna get and like some weapons just don't work for certain bosses so there might be a boss you get to and you're like all right this guy the way it's built like you can't use a dagger because he hits too hard and you can't do enough damage basically with the dagger and i don't know it's very fun like you never feel cheated it's not a hard roguelike like Mm -hmm. i'm not great at them typically and i haven't really had much challenge like I think I ran through, I don't like, there was only like one mini boss I died to like five times. And then every other mini boss I've just beaten the first time I went against oh, nice. them. Okay. So it's not a very difficult, like the skill level for entry is pretty medium. Like most people could get through this if they've played some games, especially if yeah. you're like someone like yourself that is a fiend on the roguelikes, you will crush. Neat. Uh, but it's so fun, so satisfying and just so charming. Nice. Okay, final score, Brandon. Uh, final score for Cult of the Lamb. Uh, yeah. You know, I'd give it a solid eight and a half, maybe nine. So Ooh. I'll go with a fucking eight point seven. Nice. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah, I'll stick with that. Eight point seven. Cool. Realistically, cool. I- for what it is, indie game, it's top tier. You know what? Fuck it. I'll just give it the full nine. <laughs> just get that little nine dick in there just stick it, to your guns brandon yeah no i know i'll stick with a nine you know realistically when i think about it that just as i was saying it when i play compare it to other indie games this is one of my favorite indie games i've ever played nice. uh next to like ori and the will of the wisps it's yeah. pretty up there which like ori can't be touched ori is no, just ori's ori's beautiful. unreal uh, yeah that game spoke to me but uh yeah this one is something that i would play again in the future I could do multiple playthroughs, one or two multiple, maybe like one full good, one full dick, who knows. And like nice. realistically, even telling the wife about like telling the wife about it, she's like, it sounds adorable. So like <laughs> a few, I think some people that don't even play games might get the, into this. Kind of like that. What's that? Fuck, oh, Animal Crossing. That's what that fucking yeah, game is. Yeah, it's like it's it's basically demonic Animal Crossing. Exactly, with a roguelike so. combat system. That's actually yeah. Good. I'll I'll take it. Oh, I yeah. will take it. All right, cool, man. Good, good, good. What else you got? What else you got been playing? What else you been watching? So before we get into the news. Yeah, before the news, I'm almost there, guys. I promise. So that's all I've been playing. But for watching, I, uh, as touched on, I finally got caught up on The Last of Us. So I'm now up to episode four with uh, the rest of y'all. And uh, I'm pleasantly surprised. Like, I'm quite pleased. As a big fan of the games, I'm I'm good. Uh, Watching it with my wife, who has never played the games. And she's enjoying it. So I think it's... I think it's a level for entry as anyone. It's just yeah. a good HBO money, like, 
just that fucking hard HBO money in this in this and everybody's acting the shit out of it. So I'm happy about that. Yep. Uh, and another one. I've been pushing this on everybody. I have been swept up by the wave of Korean sensations. Physical 100. <laughs> I fucking love this show so much. Wow. And you. And I've told so many like so many people about it, and at least the people I know that have tried it have all been like, "Man, you're right. It's just it's easy watching." Uh, for those that don't know, Physical 100 is a new show to Netflix, and it is centered around, well, basically 100 per people that are riddled with motherfucking steroids, absolutely <laughs> geared out of their fucking minds, just just like some of these guys heads don't even doesn't even match their body like they look like it's like cg'd because their bodies are so fucking big uh there's so much steroids in there and it's a physical competition of who is the best basically at physical stuff uh and yeah it's it's definitely slower paced it's not a fast-paced show by any means uh they release two episodes week to week and those two episodes is what you need to get any type of status like finish to what's going oh, it's, on. Oh, it's not, it's not like fully, like you can't just watch the whole thing. It's, it's ongoing. Yeah. So it's six oh, nice. episodes deep. I think it's almost done though. Cause they boil down from a hundred people and like by episode two, they cut it in half type of thing. Gotcha. So they'll make them engage. Like they have got, like they have people on there, like it's guys and girls. Gender does not come into play in this. Everybody yeah. that's there signed up for it. And like, it gets pretty savage. <laughs> uh, like there's simple things like in the first first competition it's all right who can hang from like a chin-up bar basically the longest yeah uh but they do it over a pit of water and it's all theatrical uh but then you get all the power lifters that showed up they're like oh fuck like i am fucked because a power lifter weighs 300 and something pounds whereas you get some people that are like mma fighters or they have olympic athletes that are gymnasts yeah or mountain rescue climbers they have a bunch of special forces like it's a real big mix of people and uh, yeah so you just kind of get like they do it in the end it boils out to be pretty fair something like that that favors so heavily smaller people uh, that's for a, basically for an advantage in the main competition which comes down to like a king of the hill hold on to the ball of the longest full-blown wrestling match so like they, they it's really well crafted uh most of the time, like, you don't feel like anybody gets cheated. It feels a little gutty sometimes when you get, like, guys picking girls that are way smaller than them to go up against them physically, and it's kind of a dick oh. move. But, like, yeah. sometimes it bites them in the ass, and the girls actually fuck them up, and it's it's, it's quite heartwarming. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I'm a big fan. Physical 100, it's an excellent show. There's six episodes out right now. I think there's only four more coming out. So by the time you get through those six, you'll be at the end. You can watch it. Okay. Uh, nice. I recommend. Maybe I'll throw maybe I'll throw it on later tonight with Amy not being home. Yeah, it's it's like a good popcorn watch or like a coffee watch, basically. Like, there's nothing offensive either, too. So even like with our kids running around, like if we're if it's mommy and daddy time for the TV and like the kids are just doing their thing, and this is on, they just watch it and they'll be like exercises using our muscles and they'll try and pick stuff up and like it gets them going so i'm like <laughs> it's a very exercise positive show nice so it's good i don't know i i really really like it uh cool, yeah and then let's see last but oh not not last but not least two more things holy Sorry. how much shit do you have brandon <laughs> buddy the whole house was sick this week so like 
and depending on how it worked, I had a lot of fucking time on my hands because everyone was out of commission. Uh, that's the only reason why I even got to play Hogwarts because like I actually had the flu at that point. So I was yeah. quarantined to the basement. So I'm like, well, twist my arm. I'm going to fucking play yeah. Hogwarts. <laughs> Damn it. So, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. So it was pretty sweet. Um, minus the, you know, like all the stuff that comes with flus. But uh, I started the new season of You on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. For those of you that don't know, it's the new Dexter-ish type of thing where you're following a sadistic no serial Dexter. killer. Well, you're he's following like... a serial killer along their adventures. I know, and it's I like know, but you root for he, them basically. He, he's nowhere as cool as those as Dexter. I like season one. Season two was kind of shit, and then I never went into season three. Yeah, season three just came out like yesterday, I think. Or mm-hmm. or is this? I can't remember if it's season three or four, but either way, uh, it's the new season. And this season is good. They have managed to revitalize it, make it a lot more fresh and a lot more self-aware. And it's very funny. I also imagine that it's going to be wrapping up. Like after, what is it? There's half of it's coming out this month, half of it's coming out in March. I can't see. I think that's got to be the end at that point. They can't. What they're doing right now is very intriguing and fun. And it manages to put some spice of life back into it. Yeah. But, uh. Actually, yeah, because is season two the season with love when he actually, like, yeah. gets married? Yeah, yeah, Okay, so yeah. Yes. So then this is season three, and it's it's solid. It's, like, <laughs> it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and then last but not least, because something completely different, also new to Netflix, Vacation, the remake or re rebirth, so to speak, of family the Chevy Chase family vacation movies. Uh, which I think everybody saw that was coming to theaters and nobody gave a shit because like guy, like, why would you try and revitalize this? Like, we don't need this. Let's just live it in the past. Uh, but it was on Netflix and fuck it. Clicked on it, watched it. Hilarious. Like absolutely (laughs) hilarious. And the closest thing I've seen in a while to a comedy that's like a little bit old school comedy where it like, where it's borderline, like some people are going to be pissed off watching this movie. Because people are fucking soft as Templi toilet paper that was left out in the rain today. But, like, it's it's really good. Um, yeah? It's an easy, easy, like, nothing but cheap laughs. Like, fucking cheap, cheap laughs, and it's great. Nice. Uh, the younger brother is the best. He is just a chirp machine that just torments his older brother, and it's fucking amazing in different ways. <laughs> yeah, so... That has been my media recap of what I have done in the past, I guess, two-ish weeks, two and a bit weeks since last time we recorded. Nice, Brandon. I have a confession for you. I have never seen any of the National Lampoon's Vacation movies. Really? Including Christmas Vacation. God damn, buddy. I know. Like, how? Because the worst part is that they probably don't hold up at all. Well, I know, like, all our friend group talks about is how amazing Christmas Vacation is. Yeah. But I refuse to watch it, more so just for that, because I know they all like it. (laughs) And fuck (laughs) them. Yeah, no, it's, I would say, like, I don't know, man. If you want to go down that road, uh, like, for a nostalgia versus reality type of thing, because, like, the nostalgia is real, but I don't know if that holds up. Uh, Ooh, which reminds me. Yeah, I think you have I something just, on that. I I did, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Mikey, we, why don't you tell us what, what what have you been watching lately over this past? All right, so let's. I'll start with I'll start with playing, and then we can go into watching, and then we can actually jump into this episode because yeah, goddamn, yeah. this <laughs> intro has been long. It's but, all good. 
Playing wise, so Brandon, mm-hmm. after years of waiting, I believe we spoke about it. I don't know what what episode it was, but let me see if I can try and pull it up. But Brandon, there's a game called Esports Boxing Club. Oh and, fuck yeah! And okay, on episode, episode twenty yeah. on episode twenty one, April sixth oh. of two thousand and twenty one, we spoke about this game called Esports <laughs> Boxing Club, and boy oh boy, is it finally out! Although it's not the full, it's not the full game. It's like the early access. It's the early access version of it. Um, so okay. it's only on Steam and PC. It is now called Undisputed, which is a much better game than Esports Boxing Club. Yeah, it's, um, the other Esports Boxing Club sound weak as hell. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not a, that was not a great game. No. But the game itself is awesome. It's the ver- it's the first boxing game since freaking Fight Night Champions, which is like an eleven year old game. Uh, although Fight Night Champions still holds up, both like graphically, gameplay, like the game is pretty brilliant. Um, and this is the first one here, so it launched with fifty fighters, which is pretty solid. That's a fun and solid but it is pretty bare. Um, again, there's no like the career mode, all that stuff's coming later. You basically have online like ranked and unranked. Uh, quick match against the CPU and like it's kind of it so there's not a whole bunch of stuff but obviously the game is still technically in development and then they're they're using all of this data now to kind of go back retweak fighters and get all that stuff there but the graphics are beautiful um, it's awesome to have a boxing game again so I've, I've <laughs> definitely been been sinking some hours there although I will say I still suck at it but we will get better <laughs> that's okay buddy. it's yeah I honestly actually I, I only remembered it when um, I think it was Eddie Hall post up a video and yeah. he's basically saying like watch me knock out so and so I'm like what the fuck like when did you fight him and I've watched the video and it took me like I don't know maybe 10-15 seconds to realize it wasn't real yeah like I'm like no it it's the graphics are crazy yeah when they're on point like it fuck it is realistic yeah and like for all of the boxers, like obviously not the ones who passed, R.I.P. Muhammad Ali, mm. but for like all of the the boxers who are still alive, they actually flew them in, like flew them to London and and did like full scanning of them. So like their their fighting styles, their like their actual kind of like let's say signature punches, like Roy Jones Jr. with his hands down and all that type of stuff. So and it's really translates into the game, and it's like it's it's pretty sick. It's pretty awesome. Boom, Brandon's punching me through the screen right now. <laughs> Boom, but boom. he punches yeah. like a bitch. Uh, <laughs> so either way, I've been playing that, and then honestly, besides that, Cyberpunk has really, oh. has really like captured me. And I'm not gonna lie, Brandon, I didn't think it was going to, only because I'm not typically a big fan of like RPG, especially first person RPGs. Like mm-hmm. I never played the Fallout games. I never really got myself into like those kind of like very stat heavy RPG games. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've just really been liking it. Like the the world is just so fucking cool. It is. Um, it is. Awesome. It's very dark. It's yeah. very dark. Very I dark and that. twisted. And like I've definitely had a few nights where like I've had some weird ass dreams after like going to bed <laughs> and like after playing it. Um, but really, really enjoying it. I'm building basically like um, like a samurai net runner. That's is where sick. is where yeah. I netted out with. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot stand the shooting in the game. I think also because I'm playing on a controller, not mouse and keyboard. Mm. Yeah. So I have definitely gone balls in with the blade and like just like <laughs> I have my katana and that's that's all I need. Just so, castrating motherfuckers in the alleys. Yeah. Yeah, basically. So still, I'm I'm definitely not 
trying to go online and like find cheats and i, I know i was telling you about it but like mm -hmm. I, i'm trying to like do it pretty holistically um but definitely excited to get my character kind of continued level up I, i'm about 16 17 hours in at this point but yeah, so you're you're past the knuckle at this point that's a so yeah we're, a we're definitely in we're it dealing with yeah, I think I'm still on Act Two though, but I'm I'm definitely okay. close. Like the the ones like the the main missions that I'm I'm in, I'm pretty sure I'm close to like the next kind of big phase of it all. I'm like just uh, if you remember, we are about to have the parade. For... Oh shit! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're we're about With, to like, have the, the parade Empress, there. Right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he died. Gotcha. Yeah. No, uh, no, no, no. Empress, like the the daughter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm gotcha. about to go and like whatever. You have to go question her or whatever. Mm -hmm. Do that. Yeah. Uh, and then I just finished the side mission where you have to go and try and find the 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 like the guy who's kidnapping boys and fucking like drugging them at the farm. Yeah. Okay. See, that's one of the things, man. Like this is one of those games that's kind of like oddly enough, one of our buddies talks about this with Skyrim. But this is one of those games that once you get the training wheels off, you could never touch the storyline again and play for like a hundred hours. Mm -hmm. like you could just go and do all the side missions and the side missions feel like real missions with how much detail and storyline there is and fun fact too like in the credits this isn't a spoiler just so you're wondering yeah but like if you don't finish certain side missions or like if you start them and you don't finish them you get like chirped by the people that you left hanging or oh, like yeah? or you get like a wrap-up from them being like this did not happen. This is just completely made up. But like, for example, like if there's somebody that you left hanging that needed your help, they'd be call you and they'd leave you like a voicemail where they're being murdered. They're like, they're coming down. You left me to die. And then they're like, they're oh, fucking shit. dead. Like shit like that. That doesn't nice. happen. But like, there's stuff like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Brandon, uh, can I ask you? Yeah, of course. Sorry. Can, can I, I'm sorry to cut you off there. Can I ask you, did you ever not accept anyone's like calls and missions and stuff? No, I, I pretty much took everybody. Like, yeah, okay. I really, my first playthrough when I was going deep, like I was doing everything, it honestly was getting buggier and buggier. So as I got farther in the game, I really had to stop doing side missions because I just needed mm. to finish it because literally it was doing hard system crashes. It was so bad. <laughs> <clears throat> like that, I've never known anything to ever crash my console that much. Uh, and uh, But it's gotten way better. Uh, yeah. Another buddy yeah. that just actually finished... Um, Actually, Johnny B. He he just finished Cyberpunk. Oh, uh, nice. Shout like, out Johnny B. Yeah, in his entirety, and he said he had one hard crash. Uh, okay. So it's not terrible. Like you know what? Like mistakes happen. Like yeah. Once in a game that's eighty hours is not the worst. So that's that's way better considering. What was it? I think I had twenty six crashes in my first ten hours. Yeah, if I'm that. I, 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 that's why I stopped playing it from like when mm -hmm. we we bought it on day one, mm -hmm. and and I didn't. I, I tried to play it a handful of times, and it just kept going. But this new patch has been much better. I've ha I still had to. I've still had to restart the game. I would. It, it didn't hard crash, but like let's just say uh, a waypoint didn't like appear or whatever it would have been. Very nice. Um, that was so I've, I've had to like save it and basically like close the game and relaunch it and then it, and it works yeah. but no besides that i again i i highly recommend it especially for anyone who's kind of been waiting to 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 check out cyberpunk yeah. and in the again the newest patch and stuff that they put out um like yeah this is how the game basically should have launched if it did i think this game would have been in fucking like stratosphere of like love by by the gaming community 100 percent, man that's what i said from day one like the, if you can see through all the shit, all the crashing, like the bugginess, not even the shit, like literally the crashing and the bugs, 
This game was amazing. And yeah. to see that, to get a best glimpse of that, I should say, you had to play it on a next-gen console or a PC. Yeah. The last-gen console versions should never have existed. They yeah, were so they, sh- they really should have just scrapped it and went PS5, Xbox X. And uh, like yeah they would have probably saved money or made more money if they had just waited and done it like in the ps5 console life yeah just now or just not a day and date release either way yeah, that's yeah. in the past that's the whole thing doesn't matter yep. so yeah so those those have definitely been the two and then obviously marvel snap because the best mobile game uh <laughs> except for and Warhammer. then watching so we watched uh you people we watched you people last night oh actually yeah we watched that too what'd you think I Wait, really final, what would you give your final score, Brandon? Uh, I don't know. I thought, honestly, it started off really funny, and it, it got less funny as it went on. I'd I say agree. it's a solid 7. Watch. I'd give it a 6.5. Okay, so we're on the same I had high, high hopes. Man, does Jonah Hill look weathered, though, eh? Oh, yeah. Honestly, I thought it was a decent look for him, though, which is weird. Like, the I've never seen back a... fucking dyed hair? Well, yeah, because I'm like, when he, when he lost all that weight, like, he lost so much weight in... Uh, and uh what 22 jump street i think is when yeah. he lost like a ton of weight and he looks so sickly but he still has the biggest fucking head possible like his head is so big that even when he was like sickly skinny he just didn't look good it wasn't a good look that man like carries weight like that's just the way he should look apparently yeah 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 uh, but honestly i thought it was a pretty brave movie and i fucking hate that word in today's culture but yeah. like I think, like realistically, for the subjects that it goes along with, that it explores of like mixed racial couples, I think it was a pretty, like he's pretty comfortable in his own to make that movie and like go that route. But I think it helped that he has some some people that are so like, uh, what as Dave Unca- Chappelle would un- say, uncancelable. Yeah, there's uncancelable, and as Dave Chappelle would say, openly black. Yeah, <laughs> and like as, which as, is like- Eddie Murphy. And well, Eddie Murphy is just like, yeah. And Eddie Murphy is just like, all right, he's on board with this. They're trying to say something. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they're trying to get a message across to, to people. And it's, I think they touch it pretty well. Realistically. Yeah. 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 Okay. I, I can get, I can get behind that, but I do agree. I yeah. think it's definitely worth a watch. I think I had higher expectations for it, but I did laugh. I did chuckle. <coughs> Eddie Murphy is always brilliant. Oh, um, man. You freaking... have a pedophile joke in your first fi- like opening scene. I'm like, all right, this movie's got some good things. Like <laughs> the doctor is just trying to lure him. He's like, yeah, let's come, come to the fucking uh, oh, yeah, bathroom. Let's fucking... check out your dick. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, no. Like, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and then the only other thing that I guess we'll bring up, last thing on my side, and again, we can call this nostalgia versus reality. We can just call it whatever we want to do. But Amy and I, we watched Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. <laughs> Amy had never seen it. It is easily on my like top favorites of all time. And oh, Brandon, God, yeah. does that movie hold up? <laughs> what, a, what a fucking brilliant, brilliant movie. <clears throat> So that's what I was wondering when you said you guys were watching it, but Amy was watching it for the first time ever. I'm like, this is a perfect, like, happy accident, basically. Yeah. That you're watching yeah. this because that's what it's all about. Like, the nostalgia carries through so much shit. Uh, but a movie like Ace Ventura with the type of, like, dumb humor, basically. Yeah. But it just proves that Jim Carrey's a goddamn genius. <laughs> he's he's brilliant. Yeah. It's like unbelievable his his facial expressions, his whole thing. Oh. But like, and, and it was I think I think for her like I think she also enjoyed it because, like <clears throat> me, 
Mm. Our friends, my family, like we all quote that movie so much. Like every single time I park the car and I reverse park, I go like a glove. <laughs> and so like she never knew what it was from mm. until she saw it. So now mm. it's like okay, she like understands this now. Um, oh, yeah. It's just so fucking good. It's so funny. It's... So she really enjoyed it. I just like loved it again. Um, people, I was looking. Brandon, you know this movie. Okay, Brandon, what do you think the tomato meter and or the audience score of this movie is right now? Audience score? I want to say it's still eighty six. It's fifty seven. What? Fuck, What's wrong with fuck people? people? Like, yeah, fuck people so hard. Oh, absolutely. Man. Yeah. Like, do people not like? Uh, I don't. I was yeah. so upset when I pulled up that Rotten Tomato score. This movie should be at least in the eighties. <laughs> and then what? Uh, critic score has got to be better. Then there's no way it's worse. Like seventy. Critic scores forty eight. Oh man. Well, critics can always suck a dick. Like yeah. they're 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 quite oftenly trash. Like yeah. what movie were they? Oh, I think it was actually You People. The reviews from critics was like horrendous. From what I remember. Yeah, I could see that though. I could definitely see that. Yeah, but that's whole uh, society. I, that's just like, all right, like we we can't touch on this. Like I don't know. Yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. it's all dumb. That's what we talked. Either about way, so we 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 will be watching when nature calls. That one is next on our docket. Oh. I am happy to say, Brandon, <laughs> when nature calls has a Metacritic score of twenty one percent. Oh, yeah. which is also which is also outrageous, but. But it has an audience. It has an audience <laughs> score of seventy-two percent, oh, which I can definitely get behind. Oh man, you know what's probably, <clears throat> you know what actually probably is fucking up that Metacritic score now. <clears throat> Excuse me. The whole Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. The whole <laughs> Sheenus, if you will. Yeah. I yeah. Think, I feel like that might be in the nineties. That was a hilarious thing, but like the fact that they're all puking, the fact that they all fuck this chick and like she has a dick like i could see how that doesn't fly well in today's yeah, yeah. society i know so maybe he's you know like wow this movie's before it's time mm-hmm. <laughs> also is it you know what i mean like if you if you if you're a straight dude and you're thinking you're banging a chick and it turns out that he's got a dick i don't know not every, not every straight dude's gonna be cool with that you know hot take <laughs> i don't want to <laughs> fuck a guy i'm sorry that's that's a. Uh, <laughs> If that's a hot take, then back see previous comment of being ten ply, and uh, just move it along. <laughs> yeah, 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 but like you know what I mean. I could see why that's basically like maybe that got tanked more recently. If some of those reviews, I don't know. I don't know how that. No, works. I just think I just think people have terrible <clears throat> terrible taste. Well, that's um, fair. So either way, Justin Bieber's it's a great, famous, so that it's a great sense. movie. Everyone go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's about it. That's that's mostly it. I'm trying to think. I don't think there's much else on on our end. Um, yeah, just cyberpunk. Mm. Cyberpunk is the shit. So that's it, Brandon. All right, yep. it's been forty minutes of nonsense, <laughs> so we should probably get into the actual episode right, itself and jump into in our here. very first segment, which is wait. Oh yeah. Well, I guess now we'll get down to business, and <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we'll kick things off with in the news. All right, Brandon. So the very first news article of the day is Nintendo Direct. So on February, what was it? February 8th, I think it was. uh, Nintendo had their newest Nintendo Direct. It was about 40 minutes long, which is pretty awesome because it's a lot longer than typically. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of smaller things. Obviously, they're not going to come out real strong. 
but it as it could as it went on it got much much better obviously one of the first games it showed was fashion dreamer uh which looks absolutely horrendous uh but then we also have some fun games like decepta police which i think you said you enjoyed uh, it's not decepta it's deca police oh deca police sorry so it's a nintendo's making a game to crack down on the deca crisis in the gyms with all those roided up motherfucking bodybuilders and what's deca deca is a steroid ah Deca is that is, actually uh, what it's about though yeah Deca oh, okay. meander fucking i can't pronounce it but uh it's known as Deca in the gyms and it also has a <laughs> never mind this is a family show i can't go down that road yeah <clears throat> let's just leave let's just leave it yeah it started <laughs> off as a joke basically when i saw it i'm like like Deca police i'm like oh my god it's a jrpg about busting bodybuilders and steroid rings but it actually does look like a really good JRPG, uh, where yeah, you're just like a cop and doing JRPG things. Nice, it's nice. So mm-hmm. we had that, and then we had some other announcements, such as they're bringing We Love Katamari onto the Switch. Uh, if anyone has never played Katamari Damashi, it is a very weird game. Um, <laughs> Life is Strange developer is coming out with another game called Harmony, which looks pretty sweet. And then, obviously, the heaviest hitter of the entire show, Pick Samba de Amigo, oh. is coming. <laughs> is coming. Uh, it's actually Samba de Amigo Party Central mm. is coming to the Switch uh, summer of 2023. Yeah, sorry if so, you live in the east or the west. You don't get that party. Well, if you want to become a Maraca-shaking monkey, Brandon, mm-hmm. there you go. now is your time. But they did open with Pikmin 4. Let's give them credit. Yes. They came out. Yes. The first game was Pikmin 4, which for a lot of people, that's a, that's a big game. Like that's actually, are, are you a Pikmin fan? Uh, I've always liked the idea of Pikmin. I've never mm-hmm. played it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? It came out originally on the GameCube, which Game, I did not GameCube, own. GameCube, yeah. And yep. then I owned a Wii and a Wii U, and then I never went down that road. And then I don't own a Switch, so I've lost out on the other ones. But uh, uh, I've always liked the idea. We got to get you some Nintendo consoles, buddy. Buddy, I last night I woke up literally at like 4 a.m. because Luther was screaming. Uh, and then when I was trying to go back to sleep, I for some reason I started thinking, like, you know what I fucking need? I need a Switch. After yeah. watching the Direct, I'm like, ah. Like, I would play. There's probably five games out of, the, uh, out of this Direct that I would play. Nice. If I had a Switch and time. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least with the Switch, it's like you could play it well anywhere. Yeah. Right? And honestly, that was part of my thing because I played so much phone game because I can play it while also making sure my kids don't die. Uh, and they can watch their TV when they get their TV time. And, like, it's it's easy. Like, if I had a Switch, I could just play it while watching them and keeping them alive. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. So, either way, some of the other smaller announcements. We'll, we'll get back to Pikmin, but yeah. uh, some of the other smaller announcements. <laughs> so, a new Professor Layton is coming out. A Tron Identity game is coming out which that was a, a bit of a surprise i don't know why tron is becoming like, a thing again yeah i was gonna say they tried to make tron a thing when they remade it it didn't work like yeah sorry not gonna happen. yeah uh dead cells this one was pretty oh, stoked about so dead cells uh they are coming out with actually a castlevania crossover so you so gotta cool. fight dracula you gotta fight death you gotta hang team up <laughs> with the alucards it has all of the castlevania weapons uh so that one i am pretty stoked that comes out on march the 6th have uh i know we've spoken about we've definitely spoken about dead cells multiple times uh remind me brandon how have you been into the dead cells world oh yeah i went past the knuckles for sure yeah like uh like we didn't we didn't tie the knot so to speak but like we had a few good nights 
Nice. Uh, I nice. like. I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. We, uh, I think it was right around the Hollow Knight time where I was coming off the high of Hollow Knight, and it was like a lot of roguelikes at once. So <clears throat> I did like it for sure. Nice. But when I saw nice. that, I'm like, oh, buddy. Because I actually recently just tried to play uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the first yep. time. Ooh, classic. Yeah, unplayable. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was unplayable. I could, I'm like, I started playing. I'm like, this this is trash. It doesn't hold up. So, uh, so yeah, hot take. Sorry. But yeah. I love the idea of it. De- but, definitely a hot take. <laughs> yeah, but I, I just couldn't play it. I'm like, this is not good. Um, okay. But, or, like, I'm not used to the controls. I'm not used to this. It, yeah, yeah. It it's, I'm, sure, I'm sure it has a lot of very dated mechanics. <clears throat> very. Like, it did, come out on, it did come out on the PS1. Yeah, so. exactly. So, I'm like, all right. I just, I quickly, I'm like, all right, this is not what I need to play. Then I started up Axiom Verge 2 to try that out because it was free. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, where did I land? Then I landed on Call to the Lamb. Very cool. Yeah. Very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, I will continue to support Dead Cells. It is... It looks, the game's been out for ages now, and they've released a ton of free content. And then, so it's like when they do come out with, with like paid DLC, I am definitely on board just because, again, it's like they have supported this game for like years and years and years. And I think it's like a team of like six or seven people. So yeah. it's uh it's pretty solid. And they wrangle up... It's like they wrangle up all of the indie games in the universe, like uh all of the, like there's um guacamelee and hollow knight and like uh curse of the dead gods they're all in <laughs> dead cells now like the weapons yeah so it's pretty awesome um but yeah either way that is coming out on march the 6th so if you are a friend of dead cells keep your eye out on that and then we have bayonetta origins uh cereza and the lost demon which oh, cool you know what? It did look kind of cool. It, yeah. This was announced. Uh, I can't remember when it was announced. It was a different, like a different E three or different direct there. Um, but this one, they kind of dove a little bit deeper in the gameplay. I definitely do not think I would purchase this game by any means. <laughs> but it does look very fun. Like if we're going back to last week's like day one hyper game pass, like mm-hmm. this is definitely a game pass. Like oh for sure. Yeah, but it, yeah, if that pos- popped up on like a game pass type of thing, then it'd be like that would be a fun afternoon yeah yeah it's just like a fun kind of puzzle platformer looks very different from bayonetta like the bayonetta that we all know and expect Mm -hmm. um but yeah that one comes out on march the 17th on the switch and then we also have octopass travelers 2 that looks cool looks fucking awesome yeah so there is a demo available as of today so they they shadow dropped a demo of of octopath which i will be downloading as soon as we stop recording this um (laughs) but then the game itself comes out february 24th um i did not play the original octopath traveler but again that is definitely a game that i have had my eye on only because of how cool the fucking like graphics are it's like a very awesome mixture of that like SNES or like Golden Sun era um, RPG. But then the backdrops are all kind of like, I don't know, not hyper realistic, but like they just look freaking great. Well, it, it's kind of cool like in that it's almost like a play the way I look at it. Like you'll have mm-hmm. a really realistic set, but it's on one layer. And then yes. once you see past that layer, it's empty and blank. But they do it in such a stylized way that they it's really unique and cool. That's yeah. one of the things that really drew me in. Did Did you ever check out the OG Octopath? No, is it is it only on Switch or is it on? Other... No, I don't. I don't believe so. Really? Okay. Um, let me let me take a look and see if I end up buying more games like last week. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Octopath Traveler is on. Eh, oh, it's on Switch and Xbox. Ah, and so. P- and PC and Google Stadia. R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. So if it's not on PlayStation, oh shit, no, it's on PlayStation. Octopath oh, right, Traveler cool. Two, PS4 and PS5. Oh, nice. uh, pre-order. There it is. Ah, gotcha. So, so it comes out February twenty fourth on PlayStation Four and Five. Very cool. You know what? Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I got actually got a lot of games because Dying Light Two was actually on sale recently, and I bought that. Nice. But uh, then, Brandon, there Pop is Wars a o- there is a Octopath Traveler's prequel on Android and iOS. Oh, sure. So if you want to kind of, that's like I feel like maybe that's a good entry point in. Yeah, that's a that's kind of a happy medium, right there. Yeah. There you go, buddy. Oh. Your poops will never be the same. Yeah, buddy, I'm never going to so, leave the bathroom. Continuing <laughs> on, as Brandon searches up and probably buys Octopath on his phone, uh, we it's had free, Disney... So uh, Dis- Let's go. Oh, it's free? Yeah. Nice. All right, cool. So we had Disney's Illusion Island. Um, it's basically four-player Mickey Mouse. It's got Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and... Da- uh, is it Goofy? No, yeah. Sorry. Donald and Goofy. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, looks pretty fun. I think this is like one where when, when Callum and Luther are a little bit older... It's like you you toss that on with them. I don't think I would be playing this one like by myself. Nah, I, like I, that's what I thought too. And I actually had it on my phone with Luther looking over my shoulder, and he knows who Mickey Mouse is now, and nice. he does like the whole like oh Mickey Mouse, and then he goes over and does something else. But <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. Mickey Mouse and Mario just capture kids for some reason. Like both of those icons, like the second luther saw them was just like oh fuck no i like those i don't know what they are but i'm about them so that's it it's perfect they got the the two mega enterprises have like gotten it down to like a freaking art and science 100 percent. they just kids just zero in on them so yeah. uh, but he didn't care for the game because they're so little in the screen right like they don't take up big portions of yeah the, the game yeah screen. they're very small yeah so he he didn't even notice like once mickey was off the screen as an ad and it was the gameplay he's like i don't know what that is and yeah. he, he didn't care. <laughs> nice. All right, let's plow through a couple more because yep, these ones, do I don't think we have any more, any, like, real take in them. But uh, new Fire Emblem DLC is coming out. Xenoblade Chronicles DLC is coming out. Uh, Kirby, Return of Dreamland. Mega, sorry, what is it? Return to Dreamland Deluxe is coming out. Uh, also with a tr- uh, demo available as of today, which looks pretty hype. Nice, nice. Kirby's always Splatoon, Splatoon 3 DLC coming out as well uh the trailer for the splatoon one was kind of weird but that's okay i skipped it to be honest i yeah. saw splatoon i'm like all right i've had enough dlc let's, let's <laughs> uh mario kart 8 deluxe uh booster courses of the way 4 is coming including birdo coming into mario kart deluxe brandon you know that mario kart is still on the like it's the top eighth like most selling game of like every single month that's insane but it's wild. I'm also not surprised. Luther played Mario Kart 7 for the first time today. It did not go well. But, like, <laughs> people, like, the kids love it. So, like, if you, I guess as kids get older every year, they get more in that age range. I guess people are adding it to their collection. Oh, absolutely. And it's, like, it's also it's also one of the, like, no-brainer buys mm-hmm. when you buy a Switch, right? Like, Mario Kart is just one of those games that you just buy it with it um yeah so it's like as as switches sell like people are just continuously buying it but the fact that the game came out fucking like i think six years ago because isn't there a bundle that is mario kart and the switch so that would count as a bundled sale even though it's a bundled sale that's mario kart being sold with like every switch console 
Well, I will have to dive a little bit deeper into I, the I think we might have cracked the room. code. I think we cracked the code there, mister. Nice. Well, continuing on, Brandon. Yep. Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Boot Camp finally gets a release date, which is going <laughs> to be on April 21st. Um, if you recall, so Advanced Wars was a game, or two games, that first came out on Game Boy Advance. My brother is a huge fan of the Advanced Wars series. I am not very good at them because it takes strategy, and I have very few strategic abilities in my tiny little brain so <laughs> i didn't really play it all too much but um the game was actually delayed for quite a while because of the war on ukraine oh shit. and uh nintendo didn't think that it would be in good taste to release a game called advance wars so they ended up postponing it and now it's like all right people are chilled out and we can finally release this game or they realize the war is still going and like all right like we need to release this game <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's just like it's time it's fine yeah yeah <laughs> so that that's coming out either way i'm pretty stoked about that one um just because it's like it's nice to see advanced wars back after so it's such a long time so april 21st for that one all right brandon it's time to get into the heavy hitters so that was i guess like 80 percent of the direct and now it's time for the, the 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 heavy hitters here so we already talked about pikmin uh that's coming out july 21st if you're a big fan of pikmin it's basically more of the same there's a dog Pikmin now, which looks pretty fun. <laughs> but let's start off with Game Boy and Game Boy Advance coming to the Nintendo Switch. So this is going to be part of their Nintendo Switch Online. And if you you have to buy the expansion pass, which is their like kind of upgraded version of it. But you will get Game Boy games, which are all pretty, pretty hype. So you get Tetris, Mario Land 2, Six Golden Coins, one of my personal favorite games. Uh, Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening DX, a fantastic game. Gargoyle's Quest, never heard of it. Game & Watch Gallery. I don't know why they keep trying to pump Game & Watch, because, like, <laughs> they keep so trying trash. to make it a thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is just not a thing. Yeah. Um, like Alone fetch, in the Dark. It's not going to happen. Eh. Yeah, Alone in the Dark, A New Nightmare, Metroid 2, Return of Samus, which was my very first Metroid game, oh, Brandon. Uh, actually, series. Brandon, fun fact, uh, side story for you. When I was a child, I got stuck while trying to play Metroid 2, so I wrote a handwritten letter to Nintendo because they had the, like, they had the, like, people who can help you with games. Yeah. And, like, three months later, I got a letter back. And their advice did not help me at all. Their <laughs> advice... <laughs> was it literally get better? <laughs> no, it was like... It was something along the lines of like, you will know you're in like a different area because the music has changed. Thank you for being a loyal fan of like... Of, like you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. it's so, cool. such a generic like, all right, <laughs> pick one of the six letters and send it to this kid. Yeah, absolutely. But either way, that was pretty fun. Um, Wario Land 3, which is a fantastic game, and then Kirby Dreamland. And then on the Game Boy, like Game Boy Color, Game Boy Pocket, Game Boy Advance side of things, so we got uh, Zelda in the Minish Cap, Super Mario Adventure Four, Super Mario Bros. Three, very long game or the very long name, but great game. Uh, WarioWare Inc., fantastic game, and Mario Kart Super Circuit, as well as Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. So launching with some pretty cool games brandon what is your thoughts along them bringing gba and game boy to the nintendo switch i mean like depending on how much they charge for this like you're gonna get people like us like that's that's really the only market like we talked yeah. about games holding up previously a bit like there's no new kids no new generation that's going back to the game boy games of old and be like yo this is amazing it feels so retro so cool be like no the gameplay is shit by comparison this is a nostalgia grab 
So like, you gotta oh, wonder. Definitely. Yeah. So you gotta think like, how much are you charging for it? Because most adults, like for a bit of nostalgia, will throw a couple bucks. You know what I mean? They'll yeah. Throw a couple bucks. There's no problem. Just to like do a couple toe dabs into some fun old games that you may have loved. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so it really comes down to price. Um, well, Brandon, I think it's a smart move. I have that for you. Ooh, okay. All right. All right. So the the Nintendo Switch online is twenty four ninety nine a year. The Nintendo Switch um, a year. Yeah, it's very cheap. Damn, that's cheap. Um, okay. Whew. But you basically you get like cloud saving. Uh, you get oh, actually they're throwing in Game Boy and Super Nintendo and NES. You get with your original one. And then if you get the expansion pack, so that is sixty three ninety nine for the year. Okay. But the expansion pack adds in Nintendo sixty four, Game Boy Advance. You get the booster courses from uh, Mario Kart eight Deluxe. You get um, Sega Genesis, and that's basically it. <laughs> Fuck man, five bucks. A, excuse me, uh, five bucks a month. You're you're literally throwing money out the window not buying that. Like. <laughs> Five bucks a month, like sixty dollars a year. Five bucks a month, like that's that's a no brainer. Like for all of that stuff, so fuck it. You know what? That that's getting slapped onto the the membership card right there. Boom, baby. The yeah. man is sold. Yep, I am sold. You had me at sixty four. Nice. Yeah. Um, and then the other games that are coming out, uh, that they kind of alluded to, is the Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. Two very fantastic games. Sorry, excuse me. Pokemon trading card game, Kirby Tilt and Tumble, Metroid Fusion, which oh, is the goat it. of the goats. Dude, and that uh, game well, has still been lost since I moved. Oh, and it's I still have my cartridge. It's $100 to replace. Uh, I, sucks. God, I want it back so bad. <laughs> I remember me and Capello went and bought Metroid Fusion the first day that it was that it was released, and then I remember we we were at church and we were both playing it in the little <laughs> pew. On our Game Boy Advance. <laughs> so awesome. Oh, it's such a good uh, game. Yeah. And then we got Kirby and the Amazing Mirror, F-Zero, Fire Emblem, and Golden Sun, which I am very excited because I, I want to go Golden back. Sun. I've actually been thinking about going back and replaying the Golden Sun games. So that is like, that put me kind of in the very excited, very excited space. Oh, dude. Golden Sun and uh, Fire Emblem are some classic also still holds up amazing tactical rpg games there's so much yeah. fun absolutely so that was them bringing that so that is going to be coming out as of today february as of i guess the nintendo direct which is february 8th so if that is of interest to you go ahead jump on your eShop, and go and download a couple of those games but now brandon it is time for the one that got my pp tingling the most <laughs> there was a lot of people that stood up and dropped their pants when this trailer came up Oh, buddy, I was so excited. I have been waiting very patiently, like a good boy, but we finally got it, Brandon. Metroid Prime Remastered. Not is what I thought you were about to say. Never uh, mind. <laughs> <laughs> Disregard. No, Pants are still up for most people at this point. So we finally got Metroid Prime, Brandon. Um, one of the greatest games of all time has made its way onto the Switch. Uh, it, it And they also shadow dropped it. I was watching this and I was sitting there and I was like, it's coming out today. It's coming out today, you motherfuckers. And then it's like releasing today. And I was like, let's go. <laughs> uh, so that is coming out there. And then there's going to be a physical copy that comes out on store shelves on February 22nd. 
unfortunately it is only the first one no word yet of if they're i'm sure they're going to be remastering metroid 2 and 3 but yeah no word on 2 and 3 no word on metroid prime 4 but hey i will take this Mm -hmm. now i do have to say though brandon i am very annoyed at nintendo guess how much metroid prime is brandon is it gonna be 70 dollars no, it's thankfully it's not seventy dollars, but it's forty nine dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah. I like, I it's like I'm ready. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. We're gonna jump off this call, and and I'm I'm like I've but basically is that, talked is that Canadian my, or American. That's Canadian. That's okay, Canadian. So okay. I believe it. It's like the ten dollars left for America. So it's like ten uh, ten dollars American. Yeah. So like thirty nine thirty nine U S forty nine Canadian. Yeah. But. I don't know. I would, my like two hopes is that like this game should have been twenty nine dollars, which would have been perfect. Mm-hmm. Maybe thirty four, or seventy nine for all three, and like you just mm-hmm. wait and get two and three like when they come out in however long. But whatever, beggars cannot be choosers. I will not wait for a discount on this one because I'm ready to. Jump I was going to say so, and that's what they did it because yep. they're like people are pissed about it, but not pissed enough not to pay it. Yeah. But oh well. Yep. Uh, and then the speaking of kind of fiascos with pricing, mm-hmm. so the final game and obviously the one that they wrapped up the show with is the Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Nice. Uh, Just in time. <laughs> so they wrapped it up with another Zelda trailer, a second one here that I don't know. It, it it is a great trailer. It didn't really show anything that was like super new and like revolutionary, but. Hey, at this point, it's like, again, I'm pretty sure everyone is fucking sold on this game here. Sorry, this ambulance is killing me. <laughs> oh, can you hear it? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't oh, yeah, sure that's if you could hear it or not. Because it's just going like, woo, woo, and it kept getting louder. <laughs> there are some crimes going down in the streets of Toronto right now. Oh, yes. Um, so either way, so that one is coming out on May the 12th. And Brandon, there has been some some murmurs, some conversations, some talks and or backlash online. Ooh. Because The Legend of Zelda is going to be the very first game on the Switch that will be releasing at $69.99 instead of $59.99. So, 70 bucks now in, in Canadian land. It will probably be about 90 plus tax, which is not cheap. Fuck, that's, but, that's what we pay for PS5 games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, the, like, this is kind of following <laughs> suit with, with next-gen games and, and what the new price point is for a lot of those ones. Nintendo has gone ahead and said that not every game will be 69 and this is considered a oh. premium title. But Which I don't right. know Brandon. Pay that. Do you have do you have any gripes with the the price increase? <clears throat> uh so I won't be buying it cuz I don't have a Switch, so that doesn't affect me personally. But I would say pretty dick move when you think about you're charging PS5, Xbox One prices and you're not even as powerful as ps4 or xbox one mm-hmm. like you're charging not even for not even equivalent to last gen yeah for prices like you know what i mean like that that doesn't make sense to me personally if this was like oh yeah and it's coming out on switch 2 then yeah guess what bend over fans 90 bucks that's what you're gonna pay because you're getting switch 2 you're buying that day one and this is the game that's coming out with it for launch that yeah. would make sense but charging this type of price at that, like for that type of console, like, I don't know, it, it does seem a little gutty because I know, yes, everybody's had troubles with like production. Everything's been tougher, COVID, blah, 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 bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. Go- like PS5 has been coming out with games that are top tier, top graphical, top everything at that price point. Like, 
don't know. I think it's a little gutty. Uh, <clears throat> at the same time, they can get away with it because every single person pretty much that owns a Switch is going to buy it regardless. Yeah. Even if they charged $100, people are going to buy it. Uh, so this is a great way to recoup a bunch of money. Not like they need it because they're still swelling, selling Switches like crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't know what their logic is, man. Like, <clears throat> It's one of the most anticipated games going. Uh, considering that if they're going to be able to maintain the quality of the last game, like yeah. if this game comes out and as expected, it's going to get tens. It's yeah. going to be, this is a game of that's course. expected to get tens. If for some reason it starts hitting subpar, it hits like sevens or eights, then that price point is just going to be ridiculous. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's not. People are going to buy it day one. They're going to pay that money. Like, of course. <clears throat> like, I, I don't know. It's a dick move, but at the same time, they're a business. They're not here. The Saudi prince that owns, like, owns Nintendo is not not here for your hopes and dreams. Like, yeah. No, I'm totally with you. And again, it's like the game is like it, Breath of the Wild is pretty close to perfection, right? So if you're telling me that, okay, it's going to be $10 more for basically a perfect video game of like game design, world design, everything, combat, the whole like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's going to be a 40, 50, 60 hour <laughs> adventure and you can have all these side quests and do all this shit. It's all, it's like, all right, yeah, like take my money i don't give a shit i'm more pissed about metroid than i am zelda to be honest (laughs) yeah that and that is also a a great point to put forth for uh excuse me for pricing metroid is a remake of a game that is old as fuck and it's only what 20 dollars? like you said 50 bucks right 50 bucks yeah Yeah, so 30 dollar difference realistically like i don't know it seems a little gutty like it makes that price point seem even more ridiculous if that makes sense where you're talking about like a remake of a game versus the most anticipated game of like the past yeah. four years. Yeah. Like yeah. it's, yeah. You know what? There's a big difference there, especially yeah. for the amount of time that goes into it. But at the same time, video games don't tend to take in your, like the time to play or beat into their price point. You'll get games like famously the uncharted series, eight to 10 hours per game full price full pop when they came out yeah exactly and nobody left angry but then you also get games that are like epic fucking 80 hour adventures that you pay the same price for but you get way more out of so the really prices never really come into a factor for for pricing of the games if that makes sense which we've talked loosely about this many times in the past i've always attributed game time of play time versus movie time at a theater like you go to a movie theater spend 25 bucks for a movie ticket popcorn whatever the fuck uh you get two hours of entertainment if you get eight to ten hours out of a video game for 100 bucks you know it you're you're more or less off about the same yeah so uh i'm never angry at it but like it does start to get when you start picking hairs and going out of that way like what what's what's metroid like 15 hours 20 hours the original yeah probably about that where breath of the wild people like <laughs> spent 100 hours in it the last one just yeah just fucking around like there's a huge disparity there so like i don't know oh, well it's it, there's no rhyme or reason they just they just charge you with the prices and you pay it so fuck it well it does cost like video game it does cost a hell of a lot more to make a video game now than it did back in <clears throat> 2000 so 100%. that's also part of it and the game price has not risen since playstation 3 i think we're all 59.99 oh buddy didn't we pay like 100 bucks for goldeneye on n64 <laughs> 
Yeah, probably. You know what? It's pretty consistent. Like, video games have not, like, in terms of industries, there's few industries that have not changed as much as video games for pricing. Yeah, honestly, the one that's, like, the most insane is, so when I was in Australia, this is back in 2012, Brandon. Hmm. You know how much Call of Duty was in Australia? 120 bucks. Yeah, it was like a hundred thirty. Oh, it was like a hundred and thirty, uh, like Australian. That's fucked. That's so, really which fucked. is which is basically a hundred and twenty Canadian. Like it was like yeah. super expensive. Um, but whatever, they're all backwards there too. So that's fine. At the same time, you can also buy <laughs> testosterone injections over the counter at a pharmacy in Australia. So they don't have everything wrong. What's with you and your testosterone and your roids? Relax, Man, Brandon. Anyone that wants Relax. to take them should be able to take them. I'm just saying. All right. All right. Either <laughs> way, that is that was the Nintendo Direct. Again, overall, for 40 minutes, I enjoyed it. There was definitely a couple. It was a good mixture of, like, highs and lows. Like, kind of just like, yeah, this is, I will never play this. And, like, oh, my God, you have, like, my heart and soul. So, yeah, I was pretty happy with it. I will take it. Good job, Nintendo. I give you a B minus. Oh. What do you give it, Brandon? Honestly, I think that was one of the better directs i've seen most directs are nice. such trash that they're i don't even i can't even watch them i think that was like one of the best ones i've seen i would say all right, fine, a B plus. I give it a b all right I, i'll give it a b fuck you yeah <laughs> well because also you had breath of the wild so instantly people would be like a plus yeah uh, i know and then there was there was literally like five or six games i would actually play off of it which for nintendo if i get one game that i would even think about playing it's a success <laughs> nice so yeah I think it was a really good direct. Nice. All right. Well, go check it out. It is available on the YouTubes. But next up, Brandon, big news coming from Sony. One that people aren't happy about. I, well, whatever. Uh, We'll we'll go through it and then we can give our our, our opinion is. Mm -hmm. But basically, Sony is going to be uh, removing the PlayStation Plus collection from the PS5 Mm. PlayStation Store. So to catch people up, basically, this is a uh, it's a PlayStation collection of about 20 PS4 games. Some pretty good ones, including Batman Arkham Knight, Bloodborne, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, Days Gone, Detroit, Becoming Human, Fallout 4, God of War 2018, Infamous Second Son, Mortal Kombat X, Persona 5, 2016 Ratchet and Clank, Biohazard, or Resident Evil 7, I should say, uh, Last Guardian, Last of Us, Until Dawn, and Uncharted 4. So, like, a pretty fucking, like, amazing bangers. Stable. Yeah, some, like, some bangers of a hits. Um, and PlayStation <clears throat> included that entirely for free. Yep. So, if you have a PlayStation 5, you do have until May the 9th to go, and, and honestly, you can go and add all of those games to your library, and you have them. You can go and, and, and get it there. Yep. But... They are removing it off of the platform. And again, as always, people are pissed and and I understand why. But the fact that they aren't limiting it or it's like, well, once it removes, like you're going to lose access to those games if you've downloaded it. It's kind of like, okay, it's like at this point, if you don't have a PlayStation, then like whatever. Yeah. And and like this is something that they did because supply was so short and, and the launch of a new console and like. They didn't have to do this is basically what I'm getting yes. at. So, like, it's a nice to have and a nice thing that they did. And you can still go and get your games now. But it is going to be leaving as of May 9th. Brandon, thoughts? I'm, I'm on the same board. Like, at this point, it's like if your neighbor needs to borrow your lawnmower. Because they just moved in. You know? They just moved into the neighborhood. They came from a condo. They don't have a lawnmower. It's like, you know what, buddy? It's okay. Anytime you need to use my lawnmower, just use it. It's been three fucking years. 
buy a fucking lawnmower. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not to mention, this is different because this is like, you can duplicate, like you can give them that. Like you can literally, if you have one now, you go to the store, you click add to library, like Mike said. You add every single one of those things to the fucking library, it's yours. They're not taking them from you. You're just a lazy asshole if this affects you, if you don't, if you own a console. If you don't own a console, well, then maybe fucking get on it and download it uh, or add it to your library. Realistically, this is not a big deal. I also imagine that this is part of their push to get people subscribed for their PlayStation Plus subscription. Because yeah. I imagine these games are going to go from the free collection that you get just for owning a PlayStation into the base level PlayStation Plus. Which Brandon, means that's a very smart idea. Yeah, because then that way you'd be like, all right, you pay your seven bucks a month or whatever, and then you get all these games anyways. And it's just getting you wrapped into that ecosystem. And that's yep. amazing as a new person. Like if you're owning, if you're buying a PlayStation 5 as your first playstation console you're switching over from xbox or anything first off welcome to the winning side uh and then you can get access to all of these games already it's not a big deal it's really just like angry nerds getting angry because they're sexually frustrated like it's just like take a take a few minutes off your controller and your dick and just like maybe go outside and exercise like it's fine it's not a big deal uh most of these games too if you bought them uh, you could find a copy for $5 on Kijiji or Facebook Marketplace. You could buy them new probably for 15 or 20 bucks if one of them really speaks to you. I think this is just nerds being angry for the sake of being angry. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. And again, like it, it, it was initially released because like the PS5 had a pretty like soft launch Mm -hmm. regarding like its game catalog yeah so this is just like a perfect way of basically bolstering that up so yeah whatever it is what it is worked out great like like Mike said that list some of the best games on ps4 were there including days gone i was actually just talking we all know i know you love your stupid days gone i was was gonna say i was just talking to a buddy about this literally uh literally two days ago uh asking me for like recommendation for a game to play next like something that they may have missed uh, in the past actually it was johnny b again came up <laughs> but yeah it was and he mentioned days gone i'm like honestly man days gone was one of my favorite games of that generation i know a lot of people didn't like it but for some reason like obviously things click differently some people like seafood some people don't some people maybe like seafood when they're drunk some you know what i mean like it's just yeah, yeah the yeah. mood was right barry white was on the candles were lit that lavender scented candle was going. It Ready. just, it was it. You know, Days Gone just hit that itch so well. It was nice. so fucking good, realistically. Well, Brandon, yeah. you'd be happy to hear that Days Gone has a user score on Metacritic, 8.4. That's pretty, pretty good. good. That's that's yeah. quite good, realistically. Metacritic score of 71, but we don't cover that one. Yeah. And honestly, I, yeah, it, it was what it was. Days Gone is one of those games that not enough people played. And it's a real shame because that game did something special in a in a like a market that was so oversaturated. It came yeah. out late in the phase of zombie games where everything was zombies. It was fucking dead, like it was dead as season three onwards of of uh, Walking Dead. Like it was just it should have ended. Nobody should do it anymore. But it came out late. Whatever. It was something special for sure. Zombies have really died off. So if you're, it's a perfect time to go back. Add it to your library because it's free if you have a PlayStation and play it. It's Boom. it's so much fun. 
I loved it. Oh. It's probably even better now because it's been updated and patched and everything. I like the story. I like the gameplay. As I remember, the middle drags in story, but that didn't bother me because I went exploring in the massive open world and I fucked with hordes of zombies. <laughs> like, the first time you go against a horde, like, we're talking like 100 to like 200, 300 zombies on screen that's like moving like a wave and <laughs> it's fucked. That's, that's, that's one way to pucker up the butt. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> you just know it like, because in some games, like, what is it? Dead Rising? Where uh, you fight thousands of zombies and it's just like a hack and slash like yeah there's no yeah. skill no nothing this is yeah. a game where like if you get attacked by four zombies you might die and you get attacked by hundreds you're like i'm fucked like you have no way of fighting these guys or late game you have like an arsenal where you were gonna expel so many resources to take them down it's unreal so much fun yeah yeah that's my Crazy. days gone rant for this year nice play it I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Neat. Yeah. Uh, all right, Brandon. So that is, once again, May 9th. Get on there. Go play Days Gone. Make Brandon. Oh, my God. She scared the shit out of me. Buddy. Rachel came up oh, behind shit. Brandon. but Brand- Okay, so for our Thank listeners, Brandon's, Brandon's lovely wife came up behind him. But Brandon has a backdrop. Like, we, we're using uh, oh, yeah, Google shit. Meet. <laughs> so we're using Google Meet. And I have my background as a spaceship. Brandon has his background as a beautiful library. Um, smoking lounge, but, but yeah, tomatoes, tomatoes. Uh, uh, okay, sure. Brandon calls it a smoking lounge. Fuck I call it books. a library. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then his wife just appeared out of nowhere like a freaking poltergeist ghost. <laughs> And like came through, so that that scared me. Uh, All right, Brandon. Last uh, news article of the day. So Microsoft, Nintendo, and Sony are reportedly all skipping E3 2023. Uh, The days of E3, my friend, I believe, are gone. But they similar to last year and the year before. I do believe all three of them are planning on just doing their own thing. So Microsoft, Sony, Nintendo, all will do their form of a direct. Um, but it will just not be as part of the E3 and under that E3 umbrella. Um, apparently there's, there's been still a a ton of just like internal turmoil with the, the, the people who run E3 and with like a terrible kind of vision of what they see the show becoming and they want it to be all about influencers and shit along those lines. So I think for, for since 2019, that's when Sony backed out um yeah they've just been like yeah we'll we'll do our own thing and like we're good to go but they still keep it on the same timeline because people just think when they think e3 you think of like big game announcements and everything else so your thoughts your your quick thoughts on on this one here brandon buddy you know what that means to me Nothing. jeff Keeley, you need to snap that shit up <laughs> oh, buddy get direct access for summer games fest to those directs and fuck e3 like e3 yeah. used to be the mecca but honestly, I think greed and like, I think greed realistically just fucked that up. Like they, what was like, what was the booth cost? Something ridiculous. Like if you wanted a booth at E3, it was like an astronomical amount of money. They basically were just cashing in, in and like Nintendo's been out for a long time. They just like, all right, you can live stream our direct on your show. That's it. We're not coming. And like, I think it was just a matter of time. Like I think E3 just fucked themselves. Like, they mm-hmm. had a good thing. They tried to go too big. They got greedy. And they they fucked themselves. Now, like, you don't have any of the major game companies coming. It's only a matter of time until people stop watching. Because yep. 
like let's think about the the conferences of old bethesda square enix all this stuff very heavily tied to consoles bethesda i'm pretty sure xbox owns them now uh square enix owned by sony and all rights but probably the name like realistically not like if those companies don't show up to e3 there's no e3 mm-hmm. yeah so like i don't know you get someone like jeff that's like yo man i love video games will you let me show your e3 and make this a two-day venture fuck yeah let's go like you know what i mean like he's just like cool like you don't have to like we won't like i'll pay you what you want like or you can just do it for free like he does like that guy doesn't care he just wants the games yeah so something like e3 i think e3 is dead like if they're not there i'm not watching i don't care like there's not going to be any major game releases. Like, I don't need to see Call of Duty fucking next thing I don't care about. Like, it's just, <laughs> like, it's this in the same game for fucking 10 years. Wake up. It's like, you don't, that's why there's no commercials or hype for sports games. You know what I mean? Like, there's it's yeah. the same thing every year. Like, it's not a big deal. Uh, so, yeah, I, that's my short and sweet. I think E3 is dead, basically. I think this was, like, a joint move by all three of the major gamers, the companies. Yeah. And they're like, like, why are we, why are we doing this? Like we could just release like I'm sure that they've all been watching their their viewer counts for like Nintendo Direct yesterday or the other day. They they saw their viewer counts, they know how many people watched online. They're like, Well, that cost us nothing. Why would we pay E three when people yeah. just want to watch us? Yeah. So that's my two cents. Like E three no, is dead. That's... They ruined a good thing. That's very fair. Uh, when I do go to the Summer's Game Fest website, so it is live on June the 8th, so it's actually going to be taking technically place before E3. Uh, and when I scroll down uh, to their partners, right Brandon, <laughs> yeah, and, awesome. when I scrolled, and when I scroll down to the partners, who do I see? PlayStation, Xbox, <laughs> Square Enix, Warner Brothers, Ooh, Studio MBHR, yeah, <laughs> Sega, they got them all, Epic, EA, Capcom, 2k activision atlas bandai namco honestly jeff keely yeah coming in for the win <laughs> once again son of a bitch honestly it just makes crafty. sense though like e3 they lost like so much of their stuff was hands-on the excitement of everybody being there covid fucked that up obviously yeah it is what it is uh and then jeff was just like you know what guys we're gonna do this all digitally and it just made it easier so honestly he had such a good following like i have people that don't watch video games like friends uh like friends of mine that don't even follow video games that want to come over and like do suit and tie watching of the video game awards because it's fun you never know what's gonna happen uh even my wife that does not give a shit about video games is like i like making guesses basically on who wins and you can turn it into drinking games you can turn it into bets you can have fun with it so jeff kind of kept that going through those three dark years so yeah why not his viewership has gotten so big for summer games fest that it just kind of makes sense yeah that's great i'm really happy to hear that basically (laughs) e3 has a new name fuck you e3 like (laughs) and it's jeff Keeley. yeah Uh, all right brandon (laughs) so that is in the news for this week february the 10th uh some some big banger of a hang of of a headlines i should say Mm -hmm. coming in hot Mm -hmm. here um so with that, Brandon, uh, what do we want to do? Do we want to jump into today in video game history? Do you want to jump into your review of Harry, or and, and I guess your first five of Harry Potter? Ooh. What are we thinking, Brandon? That's tough. So it depends on what we want to finish with. If you want to do like a quick 
this this week in video game history. Then we can finish off with the first five. How about that? Okay, let, let's let's run down to. So I'm not even going to do the theme music because it's just extra time in editing. So we're just going to jump into. <laughs> we're going in raw. <laughs> Get ready. Yeah, we're going in raw once again. Uh, so Brandon, February we'll 10th, uh, 26 <laughs> years ago, February 10th, 1997, Mario Kart 64 Woo, comes baby. out on the Nintendo 64. The what a freaking incredible, incredible game. Mm-hmm outrageous amazing um <clears throat> then we got 19 years ago 2004 on the nintendo gamecube pokemon coliseum cool 15 years ago 2008 on the ds professor layton and the curious village uh 14 years ago uh, 2009 on the pc ps3 and xbox 360 fear 2 project origin brenda you, you played the fear game awesome fear yeah. 2 was not as good as the first but Fear, that is a fucking trip of a horror first-person shooter game. Check it out. Yeah, I, 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 I would, I wouldn't be mad if they brought back the uh, a new Fear game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what else do we got? Fourteen years ago, two thousand nine, on the PSP, Loco Roco Two comes out, which is a very fun game with like these little black bulbs. Uh, yeah blobs, I guess. Cool. Uh, and then fourteen years ago, two thousand nine, the House of the Dead, Overkill on the Wii uh what else do we got two years ago 2021 little nightmares 2 comes out that game is it was it was pretty fun uh and that's basically it yeah nothing uh nothing too crazy also i guess mario kart yeah mario kart dare you diminish the amazingness of mario kart that is mario kart that's one of the definitely it's one of the highlight definitely the highlight let's check the metacritic score that's a goats of our childhood and nostalgia fuck who knows nowadays uh oh absolutely donkey kong all day baby oh, buddy rainbow road fucking worst worst level <laughs> uh mario kart 64 83 percent metacritic score 86 percent user score makes sense it's a classic yes sir yes it is all right dude so with that let us jump into our final segment of the day which Ooh. is first five where brandon can talk about his first handful of hours playing through the wizarding world of Harry Potter and uh, his crazy little Hufflepuff adventure. So yes. <laughs> with that, <laughs> let's jump into first five. All right. Welcome back. And we are jumping into the first five. This is where myself or Brandon on today's episode, it will be the big Brondon, will take us through the first impressions of what are we currently playing. So, Brandon, I will pass the torch over to you so you can talk to us about Hogwarts Legacy as I do not have my copy yet because spiders. So (laughs) so, (laughs) go ahead, Brandon. Take it away. All right. So uh, basically... It boils down to if you bought the deluxe edition, you got it 72 hours early. So, like I said before, I was all fucked up with the flu. And, uh, yeah, fuck it. I said, why not? I'll pay the extra 10 bucks and I'll get it right now. So, uh, I got to play about eight hours so far. Which, I have to say, first impressions, the overall is very good. Uh, I will say... Actually, honestly, the reviews that have come out so far from most of the main distributors have all been good. Minus one, that's fucking idiotic. But that's, uh, I'll touch on that at the end, maybe. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, basically, first impressions are great. Graphically, extremely impressive on the PS5. 
it is always impressive minus like for some reason in gameplay sometimes the hair goes all fucky and it looks really weird but it's not the it's not the worst thing graphically it's impressive uh main thing why we're all here is because everybody that that grew up on the movies that's watched the movies wants to get their goddamn letter from hogwarts that says come learn magic and i will say there has been nothing closer in most any licensed product i will say that makes you feel more like you are going to hogwarts or like you are becoming this person like you play a spider-man game spider-man was amazing yeah you're you it's a great playing spider-man game hogwarts does a really good job of making you kind of feel like you are going to hogwarts you are doing this and that is a really cool thing um hogwarts on initial glance is like it's a big map with a lot of exploring to do lots of hidden puzzles and hidden shit that like you'll walk by it and you're like i know that does something but i don't know what the fuck it is um lots of things to explore lots of things that aren't explained off the hop but you can even figure out like one of the early on things you'll walk by a door and it has two triangles with math puzzles on them basically you'll have like a number an animal and a question mark and in the middle is a number and that is a math puzzle really not that hard to figure out um uh, but yeah, it's really cool. Like it's a fun little thing that once you learn how to do it, it's you can get some good gear right along. Lots of gear available, lots of upgrades. This game is heavily focused on cosmetics. Literally mm-hmm. anything you pick up gets saved into your library as something you can change the appearance of your character to in the future. So what I mean, I'm trying to say those more simple, more simplistically. Say you find a piece of gear that's way better than everything you have because you get a lot of it. Yep. but you don't like the way it looks you can put that gear on you get those stats but then quickly oh, nice. you go to the menu you put change appearance and you change it to whatever you want oh so you, nice you can, that's so good yeah so you can change your appearance at any time you want you can go to a barber shop in hogsmeade village you can change your makeup your hairstyles your everything like you can literally you could change every day if you want it's really uh it's really free on that regard uh, it does a great job with a lot of characters. They kind of have a bit of a character for everybody, like main characters that you're going to interact with. You get partners in a lot of missions. There's some things you have to do that require partners, so you can kind of choose to blend with different people that you like more. They all have pretty decent backgrounds with a couple layers. Like, it, they all feel like someone you would see in a Harry Potter movie. Like, nice. if you've watched the Harry Potter movie, that's what you're getting. You're getting quirky professors quirky like different characters in the games uh everything in that environment feels amazing looks amazing the map gets fucking huge yeah. once it opens up whole like i thought it was just the village and the castle like no it's a big fucking map like it's <laughs> it's pretty big when it opens up like it's not valhalla big or anything but like it's big enough that you need a broom like i'm just about to unlock the broom for flying yeah, have you got have you done your your flying school no I, I i ended up getting sidetracked and then i haven't been able to play today but uh nice i went also fun fact yeah what the flying school map requires you to be level six i think it is i'm level okay. 14 just from exploring oh. and like i've just you get let off the off the rails pretty early so i've just been going around doing side missions in villages and like you can hunt like i haven't unlocked so much of the shit 
Like I've only gotten a glimpse of what it's like. Like once you unlock your own little special area through the 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 room of requirement as it's called. I have not mm-hmm. got it yet, but I know of it. Uh, you get like your own beast like sanctuary where you can go and rescue like special animals like dragons and hippogriffs and stuff from poachers. Then you can have like an animal sin thing where you keep them alive. I haven't done any of that yet, but it sounds cool. Uh, the story is very basic, unfortunately. Like, not unfortunately. Realistically, it's a fucking wizarding world. Like, it's not that complex. But the story yeah. seems very basic and entry level, which is not a bad thing. It's just very fun. Uh, all of this stuff is the stuff that everybody expected. Graphically going to be good. Story is going to be decent, but like immersive. The world's going to be cool. But the gameplay, that's where it all comes down to. And I have to say, first impressions of the spellcraft and gameplay, it does feel like Arkham Asylum or like nice. Arkham Knight series for combat. It is, nice. which is a good thing. I kind of said that in a negative tone. It's not. It's good. <laughs> uh, it's like you're Batman, but with spells. Um, early on, there's a lot of things like you kind of find annoying. Once you get more than four spells and your hot bar fills up, you're like, what the fuck? What do I do? Uh, once you unlock, go far enough in the storyline, which is not that far, you unlock skill trees, which start at level five. And then the, one of the first skills you can buy is more magic slots. And essentially you can s- set four different hot bars, which is for each direction of the D pad that puts you, um, that you can assign different magical skills to. So like, if you oh, want nice. one, that's like your, like there's some that are exploring skills, like your luminous uh, wand and reparo and like shit like that that you're not going to use in combat ever, but you mm-hmm. want to use them semi frequently. So it's really easy to switch once you unlock that, which is not very long. Like I said, uh, unfortunately, yes, Quidditch is not in the game. There's no <sighs> Quidditch playing as of yet. Who knows? That could definitely be DLC. Re- DLC, yeah, like, definitely DLC. A hundred percent. Like realistically, if this game, well, it's already killing sales but yeah that would be a great dlc thing where once everybody's played through it where now it's a quidditch league like you get like fifa but quidditch i think that would be really cool uh it would be a great dlc so i i can't imagine that that won't come out but they have a bunch of other fun wizarding games like uh i forget what it's called sumner's court there it is there's one game they get introduced to very early where you just like it's it's a wizarding game. I won't ruin it. You you go through it through the story. You have to play it. A uh, little confusing at first. I did not understand why the fuck I kept losing horribly because I didn't figure out that you needed to let go of the trigger to cancel the spell so the ball would stop coming towards you. Because essentially you have to summon a ball towards you and then let it go like shuffleboard and reverse. So picture shuffleboard but reverse. You're pulling the yeah. ball. I didn't kind of realize i don't know why i was t- i had the flu so l- give me some some slack <laughs> um, basically you have to let go of the trigger and that slows the ball down drastically very fast and that's how you get it closer to you to get more points but either way gotcha. there's a lot of fun side games there's a lot of fun side missions lots of side puzzles drips with hogwarts swagger like it just feels like a like that world this is the best Harry Potter game they've ever come out with, which is not saying anything because I think all of the other ones have been trash from what I understand, except for the Lego yeah. series, which people liked. But this is the first actual video game, in my opinion, because it does feel like an action RPG. The skill trees are quite flushed out. You will get 
less skill points than there are skills. So it's not like you're going to be able to max out everything. You do have to pick and choose. Like, do you want to go down the dark wizard path? And there's a whole talent tree of forbidden magic skills that you can get if you want to be like an evil wizard, which obviously like yeah are you gonna go are you gonna be going down that path a thousand percent that's where all my skill points have already gone like i'm playing all cool and calm and like i'm playing how i would like i'm not an asshole in the game at all but like you're telling me i could do an instant death curse instead of battling them nonstop. like fuck that like do one shot kill why not uh so i'm gonna see how that goes and like even that though is based on the storyline like if you don't interact with the right characters the right way apparently that doesn't become an option or is mm. much more difficult to find. There's been some allusion to, depending on how you play, who you pick with will affect the storyline, the story direction, and potentially even the endings. I have not confirmed this in any way, but these are the speculations of the internet. Nice. Nice. <laughs> so honestly, first five is a eight hours in. I already feel like I got my money's worth, and I haven't even made it out of the tutorials because I keep going off and exploring different shit. So. Sick uh i would say if you're a fan of harry potter it's a must you don't have a choice like this is the best video game you'll ever get of harry potter if you don't care about harry potter it's a really fun action rpg that you will roll your eyes and be like oh fuck this like a few times because it's so cheesy and so openly harry potter but there's so there's some amazing gameplay amazing world design and amazing stuff in there enough to tie in any gamer even if you're not a harry potter fan so if you're in a dry spell and you need a game this is the action rpg for you whether you're a fan or not it's just if you're a fan it's compulsory and if you're not then eh, give it a try nice yeah that's well, my two cents it's got the brand and seal of approval mm-hmm. from the sounds of it sir mm-hmm. this is a game i this is not the first game in a while but this is one of those this is one of those games where I'm actually excited to go play. Like I'm eager to go play and I'm like, I find it hard to wait. Like I just want to go play. Like right now I still kind of wish I was playing, even though this is fun. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's one of those games where like most games I'm excited to go play when I get the time. Now this is one of those ones where I'm going to play it and I make time or like I take one of my kids and like he plays a video game beside me and I'm going to go play my game. You just wear nice. Yeah, it's kid appropriate. So like, there's no swearing. There's no nothing. So that's kind of nice too. Very nice. Yes. And also, All unfortunately, right. though, Mike, my last comment, there is a copious amount of spiders. Yeah, a I know. I've absolutely seen, filthy like, amount of spiders. Yeah, I've seen all. Trust me, I've seen all the videos. But you know what, Brandon? I do have to say, when I've been watching the videos and stuff, I for whatever reason, I've been able to like sit and watch it and all that but like i do know that there's gonna be like parts where you're just like overwhelmed by them so yeah we'll see i i i'd still plan on borrowing like someone's copy mm -hmm. once it like once once all of you guys are done with it um but we 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 shall see we shall see honestly there's there's parts like most recently i had probably 20 spiders on screen and uh some were big like one was a boss it was huge oh, damn it uh, and like it had That's... all kinds of spider underlings and they look like big veiny bastards like they're they're fucking openly spiders so okay you know what this might just take a little bit of blindfolds and like 
Yeah, a lot of hope. Turn on a lot of hope. There's an insane amount of accessibility options. So yeah, you could turn on some visually impaired options to get through the spider bosses. And just, <laughs> and just be like, oh, just give me audible cues to shoot who I'm shooting, and like you'll be fine. That's actually, Brandon, not a terrible, terrible idea. Yeah, you know what can I say? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pull up uh, some of the. Uh, I can put on colorblind mode, hmm? and that should probably help. I'm, I'm I pulled up the. Uh, the accessibility options right now just to see if there's anything that would that would help me out here i think colorblind mode is probably our best bet that sounds about right yeah i i saw like the underlings and it's like okay i think i could get through that but i was i was just praying there was no like giant shelob like esque hmm. one but i guess there is yeah yeah there's a few already damn it <laughs> damn it all right well keep me keep me in the and let me know keep me up to date with the the spider hunt and we'll we'll figure it out buddy as always buddy i will be on the spoods report i appreciate you all right so anything else to add for harry potter brandon we good to wrap her up yeah yeah honestly this is first five i'm just giving you a little pinky taste a little side boob if you will uh once i'm more deeper into it or actually finish it then i'll give you the full full review full thoughts kits and caboodles nice let's go yeah did, and you got did you get a physical or digital uh, i bought digital nice okay. that's the only way Sounds i could good. get digital uh, deluxe basically yeah, yeah like the day one shit yeah, yeah. nice man okay sounds a good yes all right well, so with that i think go, buddy that's that's it but my friend in the books episode 41 in the books mm. so thank you again for everyone who's tagged along and for another great and fantastic fun episode hopefully we are not canceled with some of the things but with besides that, that have to make we, us to cancel us mike <laughs> <laughs> so besides that we will be back ideally in another week or two to bring you all of the best in the news reviews indie games and of course ace ventura when nature calls so <laughs> that is it for me your host and moderator mike and i will leave it to brandon to let's take it away and take us home all right guys well i will say much to what i said the uh hogwarts it's a great game get into it give it a try don't listen to the one review that gave it one out of ten because they didn't review the game they were dicks and uh it's amazing give it a try it's fun also, go back. Play Days Gone. It's also super good. <laughs> but, as nice. always, it's great to be back. It's fun to be bantering back and forth with Mike. Uh, I hope that the our loyal fans here, all five of you, are uh, also happy that we are back. Because we're happy to be here, man. This is fun. Uh, tune in in two weeks, probably, for the next episode. Where Physical 100 will wrap up. And maybe I'll give a final thought on that. Uh, we'll be one step closer to the last of us series being or season one being done which is great uh and as always hit us up on our socials send us the emails the the instagrams whatever you want let us know about thoughts opinions on anything we talked about here hype for zelda thoughts on physical 100 when you try it give it a try it's fun uh or anything like that all right and uh, I think that about wraps it up. At this point, I think we're going to land this plane, and we'll see you all in two weeks, probably, on episode 42. Uh, and as always, everybody, 